This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hour two of Friday's Lori and Julia here on My Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. We're streaming live and doing everything. At MyTalk1071.com, you can catch us on the MyTalk app and want to remind you to get ready for Project Down and Dirty classic radio drama. We're doing a comedic reinterpretation of Orson Welles' War of the Worlds. It's all happening Monday, October 26th through Friday, October 30th. Learn more about Project Down and Dirty classic radio drama and our charity partners at MyTalk1071.com. Lori's here. And... It's Brittany, bitch. What? What? someone to just play this when I walk into Hubbard. Right. Yeah, like some people have the tuba walking behind yeah. them and then you have a boombox with Gimme More. Right. <laughs> Love. That's so funny. What was the TV show where people had the theme song? Was it Allie McBeal? Could be. That, it was Allie McBeal. Oh yeah, was where the she'd bit. fantasize about yeah, stuff their like song. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was good. Okay, so Brittany, I know you mm-hmm. had to have watched uh, Part three of The Real Housewives of New York last night. Of course I did. And the best part was I was able to go, honey, this is for work. Okay, we (laughs) have to watch this. So, yeah, it was. um, They really tried to make Dorinda be accountable. And I don't think they succeeded. Well, she did admit that she should have taken the season off. Yes. That was the most she admitted. Yeah. And she... Even though she doubled down on originally on Watch What Happens Live when she was talking about how the terrible things she said about Luann, she then finally said, I shouldn't have doubled down about those. Yeah. And which is, I don't know as an apology, but then I kind of, do you ever find yourself being like, am I this difficult to get an I'm sorry out? Like you, you stop and have, it, it all depends on who it is. Like, yeah. you know, sometimes with family members, totally. people are really slow to, Admit, you know, so it kind of depends on who it is. Yeah, there's there's people that are definitely triggering with my defense walls. Right, right. So, I, I mean, I just thought, you know, I thought it was a pretty good reunion. I think so, too. And Ramona with her printed uh, thing. With she, her text. Casey yeah. looks at me and he goes, what is wrong with that woman? Why does she look like that about Ramona? And I go, I thought she looked pretty good. He goes, I, she doesn't look good. I know. That's probably one of her better looks. And I say that because I, her face has changed so much. And But I think she just recently, too, has been paying for people to do her hair. Yeah, well, if Dorinda's caddy asides are to be believed in part one and two, yeah, yeah, she yeah. kept saying you had a facelift. Which it's like, great. I don't, I, I mean, we're so past the age of anyone. Good. But facelift is like being bipolar. To me, it's like the person who has it or has done it, they tell the story. Yes, that's, that's exactly true. what is the Dorinda's problem. Yeah. Because she said that to Leah, you know, yeah. she's like gossiped about, well, I hear she's bipolar and she's drinking. I mean, that that's, was a yeah. really, really, and Ramona did apologize about that. 
but she says sorry so much oh, it means nothing. Nothing. Oh, that's her favorite words. Yeah, I'm sorry. sorry, sorry. I'm sorry because she doesn't want to talk about it. Right. Sorry. Yeah, she's uh, anyway. But Dorinda admitted that she should uh, should have taken off. Um, Bethany Frankel. Did you watch her? Then I yeah. watch Ab- yeah, Abby's yeah. Live. I love that she love. gets the you know just a solo because that's. I mean, she's she's put herself in an, her own elevation that I'm obsessed with. Yeah, and I think it all it goes back to too when we talked about the idea that most of the people. On that show, almost all of them except Bethany, they call it the Bethany Clause. Everybody else has to put a portion of their businesses they show there to Bravo. Yeah. And she had uh, right away in her contracts and she got paid so low, not put that uh, clause there saying that they can't take any of that money. And so because of that, she's on her own pedestal. Well, and and Julia and I kind of have that here. Yeah. We had the Lori, the low J vacation policy because when they hired us yeah. here, we both came from corporate America mm-hmm. making good money with healthy amount of vacation because we always negotiated vacation like money because time is money. Yeah, so yeah. if someone couldn't give you the money you wanted, maybe they can give you two or three weeks more vacation because yeah. what's to the company, you know, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And so we negotiated really good vacation and people are like, oh, you girls ruined it for everybody else because... <laughs> We were like so up. We're like, yeah. okay, we don't know if this is gonna work. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. You to know? make that big transition too, you're like, okay, we got it. There's got to be some give and take. Yeah, yeah. I so could totally see you know, that. you got to do that. So, but then right away, like very soon into the uh, interview, um, Andy asked Bethany, "Are you gonna marry your boyfriend?" Which, you know, is just like that's a and and that is like such. First of all, Bethany's like you know forty nine. Yeah, yeah, You know, yeah. I mean, it's such a weird. It's an odd, it feels like an odd question, especially it's just her weird. last, yeah, and her last boyfriend, she dealt with the overdose, so it just seems like such an odd thing to be like, that question felt odd. It so felt she odd. asked, but right, in true Bethany fashion, she says, I can't, I'm still married. Yeah, She's I know. still married to that Jason Which, guy. Oh, uh, okay. I just, I just think there are so many layers That's to how. seven years they've been broken up. That's how much money Bethany has. And didn't maybe do a prenup. I know. Well, because at the time she she didn't have that much money. She was, but her she star- hadn't. She was just on the cusp of selling. Because remember on yeah. her, um, I watched that reality show Bethany Ever After. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. They went to the place in Canada to tour the Seagram's Distillery. Yeah, yeah. So they were just starting to Skinny Girl was just, and he launching. was helping her with business stuff. I think, uh, I can't imagine. I think she's going to, this is a perfect reason Then she doesn't have to get married. She, whatever she pays him, you know, um, it's worked out and they'll get divorced when Bryn is 18. That kind of works. I mean, it doesn't change your life at all. And And then no one, then he can't be bothered to get, you know, like he, it's like, Kind of, you know, if you don't want to be tied down, it's the best strategy in the world. I know, right? And for her, I think that's where she's at. I love that. Um, Did you watch at all the Southern Charm season? I didn't watch that one. Okay, so let me just tell you this. So you might have to watch this season because they are... Is this with Chrisley? No, this is... That's a different show. Yeah, yeah, this is the one that has... um, uh, kind of problematic people in it. Oh, yeah. Thomas, Catherine. Yes. Well, yes. Catherine's family had one of the statues that were tor- torn down, Calhoun, um, in there. And so they're kind of dealing with uh, 
the issues that happened three months ago with them tearing down statues and watching them react. Because our reaction is, I mean, fine. But it's like her family statue. So watching her navigate that. Yeah, I'm not going to watch that. I know, I know. I'm but not going to watch it's, that. It's, it's interesting. I, I'm up to my eyeballs with my love island. It's okay, all I can yeah, handle. Yeah. I'm going to miss my 20-something-year-olds when they all... Go home and leave their disinfected pool top. I've just enjoyed the last three weeks with them. How about this? Did you see the trailer for OC? Yes. Yes. And you'll watch that? I will totally watch it, even though I hope hope it's Kelly Dodd's last season. I hope it's Kelly Dodd's last season. I also think it might be hard to watch because it's going to be watching people at the beginning of the quarantine. And it's kind of going to be triggering. Well, maybe we're going to feel good about how far we've come That's along. That's true. That's true. And think about back then. You never knew what was going on. The information yeah. was all over the place. That's right. We're yeah. going to feel better about where we That's, are. We're like, we've got, we got through that and we're wearing our masks, damn it. And we're I, getting back out there. I wonder even if like what kind of drama they could even compare to what would be going on at Probably that time. Probably all... That's yeah. all Kelly being the yeah. worst. Who knows? Oh. All right. Rocco is just like glazing, just like Donnie did when we talked Bravo. He it's was like, even when life. Donnie left, I said, well, Donnie, what is the thing you're going to not miss? And he goes, anything Bravo ah! that you ladies talk about. We should send him some clips. <laughs> yeah, right. I might I might try to delve in just so I can catch up with you guys. Yeah, hey, Rocco, don't bother. Okay. We don't want to talk about it with the man okay. anymore. Anyway, no, I so, really don't. Yeah. Especially if you, you're so many seasons behind. Yeah, it's just, just we don't have time and you're not a girl <laughs> and you're not going to think like no, we think. So no. it's best to just, you You'll know. You'll just like comment on the way they look and not. It's just something. I know. All okay. right, we'll, we'll be right back with Brittany's Random Thoughts. You know, I saw this story the other day. Did you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if... And now, Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. Okay, Brittany. I'm ready. I'm, I'm too scared to start on my own. No! Okay, ready for some random thoughts? All right. As you know... I'm a big fan of TikTok. I have no attention span, and their one-minute videos are yes. perfect for me. Yeah. So you weren't surprised when the Quibi Hollywood experiment uh, fizzled, that Quibi yeah. that sign just, up and pay for 10-minute bites of content. That didn't surprise you that that failed? It didn't surprise me that that failed. No. There's you, enough free content out there. You could have told them that. Right, I could have. And then for that some reason, the, they didn't ask me. You guys, that was the weirdest Hollywood experiment of uh, 2020, raising money in 2019, but right? weren't they hoping that people would be commuting on the bus or something? They'd have I, 10 minutes to spare but then the world changed and people weren't on the bus anymore. And they but we're at home. We theoretically had even more time than I ever, know. but people don't want to pay for 10 minutes for no. nuggets. No. And I'll pay for some things for sure, but that not that. There's just it just the whole plan did not seem somebody pitched that in a beautiful way. Jeffrey Katzenberg and Meg Whitman. Yeah, yeah. And I think that it wasn't They forgot or- to ask a couple of young people their opinion yeah. before. Yeah, yeah. Ten minute videos is that sweet, terrible spot where you're like, I'll sit and watch a movie sometimes and I'll watch one minute videos, but ten, what do you, ten minutes? Ten minutes. All yeah, right. okay. So you know how everybody keeps talking about TikToks getting kicked out of the U.S. by Trump? I, how, I don't understand how don't in a understand. capitalist society that can be done. I don't understand that even though I've been leery to sign up for TikTok because I don't want the Chinese owning my information. Yeah, okay? and I, I gave it to them freely. I'm okay. always sending yeah, them texts. Yeah, I know. Texts. You and a lot of people. Um, 
so they, you know, TikTok teamed up with Walmart and Oracle. So now they've got a 20% stake. These are U.S.-based uh, companies with TikTok. So Trump's okay with that. Now, here's the thing. And keep in mind, I love TikTok. I'm glad it's staying. But there is a part of me that says, is it worth the sacrifice? Because there were some odd caveats in that deal. And I found one for us that I just want us to okay. be knowledgeable about. As a part of the deal, Trump said he asked the companies to, quote, do me a favor by putting $5 billion into a fund for education so we can educate people as to the, quote, real history of our country. Oh, dear. I know. They didn't do that, did they? Well, they're still working on this oh. deal, and he's trying to slip this in. And it's one of those things where the fact that he said, hey, do, do me a favor. And then you just hear real history, and that's where things get a little problematic for me. Oh, this whole is TikTok owned by a, ja- a Chinese company? Yes, um, and I forget. And that. he's making it. I don't understand how a, an American company can order a Chinese company to do something right there. I can't. Yeah, Rocco, do you understand that? How? How we've, we then? Let's start bossing around Russia. Yeah, I know. Let's start <laughs> bossing around some other people if it's that easy. And as a millennial, I'm just gonna say I'm ready. If if this is a we've got enough problems with distance learning. I'm sorry. I'm teaching two of our kids in this world. They're already going to face a lot of challenges just with me teaching them. We can't add whatever this real history aspect is. So I'm willing to sacrifice TikTok (laughs) for the sake of the education of our children. Uh, You're welcome, world. I just never. So I just avoid that TikTok like crazy. But I watch TikTok videos that end up on Twitter and stuff. The funny thing is all of the other network, I mean, all the other social medias use it, whatever. And and that's fine. Okay. Okay. I really got to watch that social dilemma, don't I? You do. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. So we've got something I really want you to make sure that you are aware of. We all know that black licorice is already. I hate black licorice. Just just, the devil in the the licorice form. Well, fun fact it also can kill you. Wait, what do you have to eat like three? Pounds or two pounds well, or a pound? It's actually, it's not that surprising. A 54-year-old man's heart just went up and stopped because he'd been eating a black licorice. He'd been eating, you can eat as little as two ounces of black licorice a day for two weeks. It could cause a, a heart rhythm problem. What? I know, especially wow. for folks over 40. I got to tell my dad to back away from, he gets those black licorice, the bags of them from Menards. And then you have to you watch. Rock what I'm yeah. talking about. Yeah, Menards yeah. has amazing snacks. They have they stuff do. you can't get anywhere else. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. 
Yeah, the candy. The he he also likes the gumdrops, the spicy gumdrops. Those are kind of you can get a whole bag of spearmint leaves. Menard sells <laughs> an array of odd things. Yeah, they and, have these chips that that by this company called H E R R S, like hairs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't get enough. I mean, they're. I'm like, yes, I'm in on these chips. Menard's right. trail mix is so salty and delicious. Is it? It's so good. Okay. But All right. I also need you to watch out because this same thing that, you know, kills people, and of course I'll never pronounce it right, it's okay. like glyceryzeric acid, mm-hmm. is also found in jelly beans, um, teas, some beers. So just watch out. Watch There's- your mindless eating. And people have black licorice, people either love it or hate it. There's I know. no, nobody is meh on black licorice. Well, it's the love or hate, right? It literally I hate tastes it. like something you shouldn't eat anyway. So the fact that it's poisonous, I'm kind of like. Rocco, do you like black? I don't mind it. You don't okay. like black jelly beans, but the same black yes. jelly beans. Yeah, they Ugh. say that a lot of times it's the same. Uh, Glyceric acid is also found in black jelly the beans. The only licorice gum that I ever liked was that blackjack gum, and black you can get it gum. at the Electric Fetus. <laughs> um, it's like an old timey gum, like that cinnamon gum. That you can get, and it's like, I mean, it's like gum from my childhood, but it was called blackjack, and it has a licorice okay, flavor. But black licorice or no? I, I guess so. Yeah. And I, what is that? I mean, yeah. I know, is it like anise or what is it? It's the, anise. Okay. That's exactly it. And I love uh, the, the Greek the stuff. Name, the Sambuca? name, you guys. Sambuca, yeah. Uzo. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, I agree. Love that. And that's totally black licorice I, I guess I, I like it in booze. Maybe it's because the licorice <laughs> like, flavor is kind of fake and kind of what word ever, whatever word Brittany was just trying to say. Glycerol, licka, licka. You guys, yeah. Jägermeister is the most disgusting liquid out there. And Jaeg bombs were like my whole 20. Right. <laughs> but they right. don't make any drinks out of it because it's garbage. You can only take Jägermeister in a shot. True. Tell me I'm wrong. What Although else is there in a were... bomb? Red Bull. Okay. Another really, I'm sure, healthy thing for your heart. Mm, I did know people who would do Red Bull Jägermeister. Like as a drink? Uh, as a drink, uh, looking to get wasted, basically, uh, is what that drink is. Uh, how, you're You're big on recycling, right? Worse. Of course you yeah. are. Um, well, so is this Vietnamese uh, company. They have been really into recycling condoms. No! Shut up. Get out of here. They have found that 320,000 used condoms have been recycled and resold by a company. And uh, It's not here. No. Okay. But, but, geez, that is really kind of... How do you even go about collecting them? <laughs> Where do you find them? I have so Don't many worry. questions. Don't worry, though. Okay, Don't so tell me all the they answers. Bought a, they bought a lot of condoms from men um, around the city, and but don't make a big deal about it because they were washed, reshaped, and packaged. Oh my! So don't word. worry about it. Be cool, bro. Oh my gosh! What is going on? <laughs> I found something grosser than black licorice. I That's know. right. And the guy's um, moose knuckle we started oh, the show. No, no. Oh, it's that not again. Than that. Yeah, that again. I don't know how I feel about that as a Friday song. You know what I'm saying? If the world was ending. It's a little bleak, but I, I'm like into it. it. Yeah, you I like are. this song. There's something about going into your feels hard. I'm into You are. Yeah. I can go a little emo. Yeah, no, I, I was just like, hey, where's the fun Friday? Where's I, the jam? That's true. This might be more of like a 
Wednesday. Yeah, last week we jammed. We listened to because we actually liked the song. It was Justin Bieber and Chance the Rapper, their song Hope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it was good. I think so, too. Yeah, I really liked it. The video, don't watch the video with it because like they're trying to, he's a laid off oil field worker yeah. and you know it's it just yeah it's not a very good dramatic movie <laughs> but the song is good and those yeah, two um chance the rapper and justin bieber they they're having some kind of a thing they're giving away two hundred fifty thousand dollars to people who just like tweet um they're teaming up with cash app wow so you have to like you just tell what your story is mm-hmm. what you need 500 dollars. that's kind of what they're doing like 500 here they're kind not of... giving away huge amounts or doing sort of like these well that's cool um, because sometimes that's what just people need it they i yeah, need a band-aid five... of a thousand dollars i need help with rent i need help with some right. you know medical bills so that's here and pretty there. cool i like that yeah we do all right let's see let's do we have our um Oh, where's our Hollywood fanfare? Hooray for Hollywood. Chris Hewitt, movie critic Woo! for the Star Tribune is with us. Yay, Chris. Hooray for Hollywood. Did you, did you forget about us? No, I just, it was a minute later than I thought it was. All right. <laughs> Sorry. That's okay, Chris. You, you know, we just like are anxious to talk to you. Why? I'm anxious to talk to you too. Are you? Oh God, Chris, you're just. We're always. We've been in the studio together. This is the longest we've not seen each other, Chris. I know. Well, and I think the last time I was there, you said I was the last guest before you were going to go to all. You were. You were the last in per. We literally have been seeing Chris probably at least six or seven times a year. Pretty much what since like 2004. I think. Almost since you started. Started so, two, th- 2002. Yeah. So, it's, so yeah. yeah, we just miss our buddies, you know, our yeah. friends. And Chris always brought us in Twizzlers. Ooh. Yeah, for the movie. Okay, so um, we're, we're just going to start. You had a, a review today in the paper, and we talked about it yesterday. And Evan Rachel Wood was on one of the late night shows. I think she was on with Conan. But we love a grifting movie. You, you saw Kajillionaire, so we want to hear about that. The one thing I, it's a really good movie. Is it? The one thing I would say about grifting is they're not very good grifters. Okay. (laughs) And their uh, grifts tend to be kind of low stakes. Like when you said the grifters, all of a sudden in my head, of course, I pictured the Angelica Houston and that Benning movie, which is so good. So good. Um, And this is definitely not on this level. This is more like they cozy up to old people and steal their knickknacks and sell them on eBay type Mm -hmm. of a grifting. (laughs) Okay. uh, But it's sort of a quirky character portrait of this family. And initially they sort of seem like, you know, they work together. Even Rachel Wood is probably supposed to be somewhere around 25. She's still seemingly close to her parents, but you kind of gradually realize that her parents have raised her in this bizarre situation where they have no contacts with anyone other than the three of them. Mm-hmm. So she's missed out on so much of life. And then they run into Gina Rodriguez on an airplane and she's this person who's really full of life and kind of forces at least the Evan Rachel Wood character, probably not her parents so much who are played by Richard Jenkins and Deborah Winger. Ooh. Um, yeah. It's an amazing cast and they're all really good. And Deborah Winger, 
I always feel like, where have you been, Deborah Winger? Yeah. I miss you so much because I want her to be in practically every movie. But uh, all of them are terrific in the movie, and it ends up in a really sweet and funny and kind of odd place. How? Well, where do we see this movie, Cajillionaire? It's actually in theaters. So, it is. Uh, I think it's playing at uh, half a dozen or so multiplexes around the Twin Cities. And eventually, I'm sure it will end up on streaming services. But right now, you'll actually have to go to a theater. Okay. Have you been into a theater yet? Only once. They screened Tenet mm-hmm. for us in a theater. Uh, and I felt very safe because it was three of us, I think, right. in a, you know, enormous 500-seat theater. Right. So I, you didn't really have to worry about aerosol spray or any of that. But yeah. I'm questioning, I think if I went, I would want to go at a time when I thought there wouldn't be very many people there. And I'm definitely a little still. Like a daytime uh, showing or an afternoon showing, if they even have those. Might not be they worth do. It. Oh, they do? Okay. Yeah, maybe like the first one of the day or something. Yeah. Well, I like the idea that Alamo Draft House is letting people, you can rent the whole theater for you and your bubble for $150. Quite a few places are doing that. Are they? Yeah, the Parkway is also doing that. Okay. I think they end up projecting uh, uh, just a DVD or whatever, but I know of several people who've done birthday parties there renting out the theater, and I've heard of another theater that's yeah. done the same thing. Yeah, I think it's a great idea, because people miss being in theaters, but they also want to know that they're safe. Right. Okay. All right, uh, tell us, you had a little poll going on your Twitter uh, about the best Marvel uh, movie in the cinematic universe. What, what are the results of your poll? Looks like Black Panther was the clear favorite. Yeah. Uh, in those Twitter polls, they only let you put four choices so right. you know there are 23 mcu movies so i had to leave a bunch off but of the ones that i listed which i think were iron man guardians of the galaxy and black panther blank panther was far and away the the, the leader mm-hmm. well and i'm sure part of that is that you know it's really fresh in our minds just died was yeah. Gar- it was guardian of the galaxy second place it no. was, but it was way, way, way back. Really? So really? My Iron personal Man? favorite, but yeah, I guess uh, I guess not everybody agrees with me on that's that. That's how old Iron Man is, though. Yeah, I mean, that's if you true. think about it, I, I mean, love Iron they're Man. They're even now, I mean, did you hear about this, Chris, where they're talking? Um, of course, it's like, I don't know if it was rumored way back when that when they were first casting for Tony Stark. I know that Timothy Oliphant said he auditioned. As the same day as Robert Downey Jr. because he's told that story on the couch. But was there hmm. ever a possibility that Tom Cruise was going to be Tony Stark? Gosh, you know, if there was, I have not heard of it. And he's one of the few actors of that era who has really resisted being a superhero, mm-hmm. isn't he? Well, he did the Mummy, and it failed terribly. Yeah, that's true. He did. The, he was in the other universe. DC. The DC universe. Because remember the mummy? Wait, that with Tom Cruise? Yes. I remember the one with, um, gosh, his name just slipped my mind. Brandon Fraser. Brandon Fraser, yeah. yeah. No, Tom uh, Cruise. Oh, that's right. He was, they redid it. Yes, he was going to redo it, and it just it bombed terribly. Well, uh, the new rumor is that Tom Cruise 
might appear as an alternate universe Iron Man in Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, which is another direction that the Marvel thing is spinning off into. Is Tom Cruise not a sexagenarian now? I mean, (laughs) do we want Tom Cruise in tights? Well, I don't know if he's going to be in tights or not. I mean, he's running around Mission Impossible, and I mean, that's his that's his image. Is he's? I mean, look at Liam Neeson. He didn't really become. A, when did he break out? Like really with the kids oh, yeah. when he was sixty-seven with Taken. Probably, but I don't know. To me, superheroes feel like they're not really allowed to age. All right. Well. Uh, I'm trying to think of any who have. I mean, probably Robert Downey Jr. is the one who has the most. But right. Well, they always seem to like toss him out and hire, hire Tom Holland to play the new version of them, usually. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's problematic in general because they're going to have to go sideways with their timeline since, spoiler alert, it's been out for years. Endgame and Iron Man did not. Iron Man did not do so well by the end of Endgame. So right, so they are going sideways, and they're going in this Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange, you've got a lot of possibilities because he can bend time and things like that, and sort of universe jumping. So yeah, they could. uh, You know, there could be. Who knows what's going to happen? All right, let me ask you this: the bookies in England have their money now on Tom Hardy Mm. being the new Bond. How do you Mm. feel about that, Chris? That's... I feel like it's going to give him less time to be my boyfriend, but <laughs> I guess if he wants to take that gig, I think he's a great choice. Yeah. I mean, there's going to have to be an awful lot of uh, body makeup applied because that man is covered with tattoos, and I don't think James Bond no. has ever been tattooed. Well, no. maybe it's time. Yeah, maybe. Maybe it's time. But now, why are we not still talking about Idris Elba? Well, we are still talking about Always. Idris Elba. I am worried. Um, I I am worried. I don't know how old Idris Elba is. I mean, uh, Blonde Bond, Daniel Craig, what is he, 56 or 57? This yeah. is his sixth and final one. Maybe you only need to be a Bond for two or three, but I'm telling you, I think people are going to want the money because nobody has really been working, even the actors. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, I think you're right. I mean, I think it is going to get easier to cast those projects, although maybe they're going to be... I wonder if there's going to be an, a, a, a scale down of those Yeah, they're of not going to pay because, those kind of... Yeah. Yeah, I don't know how you can pay that kind of money when you don't even know if your movie's ever going to be able to be in theaters. Right. Anyway, I mean, I guess, you know, Tom, he's been rumored. I, I still would love it if, if uh, you know, Charlie Hunnam could be a movie star and James Bond could be the vehicle. I, I wouldn't mind that either, hmm. you know. Oh, they usually seem to go with someone who's a, a little bit older than that, though, right? Like someone with a little more gravitas. Well, yeah, I guess. Do you have to be 40s to play James Bond? You can't be Maybe. like 38. 38. Well, is Charlie Hunnam 38? He's 38 and he's blonde. That's the only thing. We've already had our years oh. of blonde bond. Yeah. Well, and have we given up on the idea of a female bond? Mm. Yes, because Barbara Broccoli said it's not happening. Oh, she did. Okay. Yeah, she said it's not happening. That's not That's how really it was a- written and... You know, I mean, I'd love to see Tilda Swinton. Well, admittedly, I'd love to see Tilda Swinton as everybody, but would she not be an interesting James Bond? 
She really would. Yeah, she'd be badass. Yeah, yeah I like that maybe idea. Maybe she could be a villain. Mm. Yeah, she would. Okay, Chris, we got to take a break. When we come back, okay. we want to talk to you um, about a couple other things. We want to also ask you if you've seen um, a movie that we that has Kira Knightley and Jesse Buckley in it called Misbehavior, and we need a book review from you on a salacious book that we just had as Vintage Scandal a couple weeks ago. All right? Uh-huh. All right, we'll be right back. So, what are you trying to say? Hollywood! Hollywood speaking! What is the meaning of this? Well, we're Hollywood speaking with Chris Hewitt, movie critic and theater critic for the Star Tribune. Um, any good... Great, wonderful, or exciting theater news? Because it's been so depressing. It has been so depressing, and there isn't really a ton of theater on the horizon. But one piece of super good theater news is that Penumbra Theater in St. Paul just got $3.25 million in grants, most of it from the Ford Foundation. Wow. Um so that when we can gather together, they can do some really exciting things. And they're also sharing the wealth with other small theater companies. So that's super cool news. Three million? Yeah. Yeah, that's 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 incredible. Yeah, I would guess that's their budget for like three years, maybe. Right. Like yeah, know. that's amazing. Okay, so um, uh, it's funny because a couple weeks ago we used an excerpt from this book called Sex with Presidents by Eleanor Herman for a vintage scandal. I think that we were talking about that old hound dog. Was it uh, Harding who had hard-ons all over the place? <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure. Had sex with maids in the closet? Yes, he had a really, like, a Warren G. Harding. That's who we um, chatted about for vintage scandal. But you ended up reviewing this um, in the Star Tribune, Sex with Presidents, nonfiction book that asked, does wanting to be president also make men cheat? So we got to hear from you what you thought of this book. It looks good. Well, yeah, one of the premises of the book, which I think is really interesting, is that the kinds of things that make men want to be president, confidence in their abilities and in their power Mm -hmm. and maybe becoming a little bit narcissistic are some of the things that also potentially make them cheap. So it tells stories about like who knew Woodrow Wilson was a complete horn dog. Yeah. (laughs) Not I said the little redhead. No, I mean, basically they've all been horny. (laughs) Kind of a lot of them have. And I mean, I suppose part of it is that power is attractive. Right. Aphrodisiac. But on the other hand, you would almost think it, being in that position makes it much harder to get away with that kind of behavior, which we obviously know from Clinton and others. Mm-hmm. But uh, actually, one of the other interesting things about the book is it talks about how media uh, people reporting on the presidency for decades and decades and decades look, essentially just agreed to look the other way. Right, because it was men reporting on men, and it was yeah. like it was, this, it was the code. Yeah. The code, yeah, of, and, you know, like a because that could yeah. you want your guys in your life to all. And I'm sure they they want more of an inside view. And if you're going to get an inside view, you have to agree to not say these things. We'll show you more. We'll give you more. So did she like I mean, as far as like the research that Eleanor did, like the claim about that, basically, you know, uh, John F. Kennedy. I mean, we know that these guys have been not all of them, but many of them. Have been, but we the, 
we people still like them. The, like you can still be a president and be a dirty dog, mm-hmm. I guess is basically some of it. But the John Kennedy, every day he had sex with somebody. Yeah. And I mean, the extent to which he kind of lorded it over and humiliated Jacqueline Kennedy on asses with it. And, um, you know, he argues that it was, somehow good for his back and necessary for him as a leader to keep doing this. Yeah. And I guess he found women who were willing to buy that, but he does not treat those women well, according to this book anyway. Mm-hmm. And which contrasts it with JFK, who had said, I mean, excuse me, with LBJ, who it says was just as prolific with his affairs, but had an agreement with Lady Bird supposedly and was okay. actually good to the women and had women in his cabinet and, so, I don't know. Did you I mean, like the I book? You're, pardon me? Did you like the book? I did. I think it's uh, it's mostly based on scholarship by other people. So, she sort of synthesizes a lot of different stories. Right. But there was a ton of stuff in there that I did not know about. So, yeah. yeah, I thought it was fascinating. And I think this idea that, you know, character is part of what we look for in presidents has has become a thing right. much more than it was in the past. So right. yeah, I thought, it was, I thought it was really interesting. Okay. Um, all right. So we want to ask you, cause last week Kira Knightley was kind of everywhere and she's so darling. And it was the 15 year anniversary of pride and prejudice. And she was talking about this movie and I think it's coming out today, but I don't know if you've seen it called misbehavior, a comedy about the bizarre true story of the 1970 miss world contest. I have seen it. Um, it's her and, uh, as you said, Jesse Buckley and Gugu. Uh, I'm not sure how to pronounce her yeah. name ever, but uh, yeah, it's a really fun idea. In some ways, it reminded me a little bit of that TV movie. I think it was maybe HBO, the Holly Hunter one about the Texas cheerleader oh, yeah. murder. It has that kind of a feel in that it's sort of an outrageous very loosely based on true story comedy, but I don't know that it completely works. Okay. And I don't know that Kira Knightley is very funny, to tell you the truth. I like her a lot, but right? I don't know. There's something that doesn't quite ring true to her in the movie. So, well, how, how would we check that movie out? Do you know, is it streaming? It is streaming, yep. It is, okay. And I think it's on more than one of the services. So I bet if you, one thing I found is whenever I just Google where to stream blah, blah, blah title, it always comes up right away. And it's usually the site called The Decider yeah. that tells you where stuff is streaming. Yeah, you're right. They are they are a good site about doing that. And Chris, yeah. what do you, um, like, I mean, you, I really loved some of your columns. You know, you went through your was it Hitchcock where you gave your the lowdown on you know some classic movies? Those have been so fun, and I've gotten so many great ideas reading that reading those Good. stories. So I like that. I want Good. you to do yeah, a I, Cary Grant one now. Tell us the Cary Grant, the essential Cary Grant. That is a really excellent idea, um, and I would have no trouble coming up with my seven favorite Cary Grant movies. So I'll definitely. In fact, when you mentioned that on Twitter the other day, I added it to my list. So okay, yeah, it's look it's, for that one. I liked your Hitchcock. I mean, have you done that? Have you found yourself doing that, Brittany? Have you watched some classic older movies? So you're gonna make fun of me no. because my version of classic older movies is that I watched all the Marvel movies in order. Oh. But wow. <laughs> 
And I mean, that's a commitment. I mean, it was. I'm telling you, that was a commitment, and we took it very seriously. Yeah. So you're up to date that's on why that. I was, so my heart rate went when you guys started talking about Buffalo. But yeah, I would say that's my closest I got to yeah. classic movies. Sadly well, enough, you have to give me a list. Well, that's. I mean, Chris is always. Yes, I mean, we Chris. encourage people to follow you on uh, Twitter. It's Hewitt. That's two T's. Uh, at, at Hewitt Strip. Sorry. Chris, thank yep. you. Thank you. It was Always, nice to show. Talk yeah, to you. Wonderful to talk to you. All right, we will be back. It's Happy Hour Trivia with Rocco. This holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Bakers, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Bakers, fresh for everyone.